Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. What's the special day today? Today is Sam's 17th birthday. Yay. Yeah. They're so old. It is. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah all of them. Uh, I mean, he's. Uh, it, it's weird enough that he's bigger than me by like two inches or mm-hmm. something. But now, uh, I mean, since 17, you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. It's crazy. Yes. The hair adds at least an inch. He's got a crazy mullet right now for football playoffs. Mm-hmm. And uh, in church yesterday, I was noticing that the hair adds a lot. Yeah. The hair adds probably an inch or two. And plus, <laughs> he was wearing his cowboy boots. So that's another Oh, true. Two. He was. Yeah. But and it's, then uh, he, the hair was sticking up because he came right out of bed. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody has, has Yes, happy birthday, yeah, Sam. Yeah, happy birthday. So it's wonderful. We're going to mm-hmm. celebrate tonight with him and mm-hmm. uh, cook up some steaks. And yes. So it's very exciting. Yep. Yeah, good day. Very good. Okay. Yeah, hard to believe, 17 years. Yeah, My we've gosh. got 21, 19, wow. and 17 are our oldest, which yeah. basically puts us in the almost grandparents' age. Yeah, well, not quite. But at least not <laughs> no, as, as far as we know. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something I should be aware of here? Uh, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is how rumors get started. Yes. Okay. Stop the rumor. Stop the rumor mill. That was me. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's move on to actually what we're talking about today, which is we are carrying on with the parables in Matthew 13. Yeah. So carrying on the parables in Matthew 13. So last week we took a little break Mm -hmm. off to talk about Halloween and All Saints Day Mm -hmm. and what that means. So today we're jumping back into Matthew. So this is Matthew chapter 13. Uh, now, the first time we looked at the parable of the sower. Right. And this time we're looking at the parable which follow it, which is called the parable of the weeds and then the parable of the seeds, the parable of the mustard well, seed and the leaven. So. Oh, wait, that's what we're doing? Yeah. The parable oh, of the Oh, when you said weeds and seeds, I thought you really meant weeds and wheat, like just that one. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, the others are easy. The mustard. Oh, okay. Cause, okay. Let's we'll see how good you are on your feet now. Well, I mean, I'm always on my feet. We don't really prep much, but I did not know we were doing mustard seed, but that's a great one. So when you say weeds and seeds, oh, you mean, oh, because your Bible talks about this one as just the the parable of the the weeds. weeds. Okay. The one after it's called the parable of the mustard seed. Oh, so you call it weeds and seeds. Okay. Well, I titled this. Okay. All right. Anyways, this is what you get sometimes on a Monday morning. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, And this is very applicable because we are going to be doing some landscaping today. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. So, uh, you know, last Monday after we did the um, after we did the podcast, I went out there and I spent the, the better part of the day trying to pull a tree out of the ground. With his truck. Which I, you know, I, I did. I won in the end, but it, mm-hmm. I had to use my truck. So it was, yes. I was really, actually, I was really excited. Yeah, you were happy I, to I use I got to truck. use my pickup truck and I got to pull it to out. To pull a so tree out. Mm-hmm. That was pretty sweet. With the towing cable. Yeah. And I got some of it on video. That's awesome. Yes, it was good. So anyways, we usually don't have much luck with our agricultural skills. So that's why we want to warn you as we talk about the weeds and the seeds. We might not know what we're talking about. No, I think I've I've ruined just about every single. No, that is not I've tried. true. No, it's true. I that mean, I think about the, the famous mulch incident. Don't and talk then, about that. And then the uh, the free mulch, which turned out to be sunflower seeds. So we had sunflower <laughs> oh, seeds grown in our I front forgot. bed. Remember that? I forgot about that. Oh, just terrible. Horrible. Oh things. no. Okay, stop. Stop. And then stop. there's that one cactus we had. Oh man, I just I'm, I'm not good. <laughs> 
Okay, we're going to stop and we're going to go into what God says about this. So why don't you read? No, well, now I'm confused because we're going to read the parable yeah, and then the explanation. Yep. So should we just, how should we start it? Well, we'll do the parable and the explanation and then we'll go back and pick up the one in between, which is the mustard seed and the leaven. Okay. So this is the parable of the weeds. Okay. Uh, ESV version, Matthew 13, verse 24. So Jesus put another parable before them saying, the kingdom of heaven may be compared. Now remember, all of these parables are somehow illustrating the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. So the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. And so when the plants came up and bore grain, well, then the weeds appeared also. The servants of the master came to the house and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? And he said to them, an enemy has done this. So the servant said, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he said, No, lest in gathering up the weeds, you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the harvest time, I will tell all the reapers, Gather the weeds first, bind them into bundles to be burned, and then gather the wheat into my barn. So that's the parable. Okay, so should we also read the interpretation? Yeah, those, yeah before because we... the, the interpretation okay. here, Jesus kind of clears it up for us point by point. Okay. This skips ahead then to verse 39. So then, the, uh, then Jesus left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. And it's basically 36, not 39, oh, just yeah. so you know. Okay, well, okay. The, the font is really small. Okay, 36, so. verse 36, yeah. And Jesus answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed is the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age. The reapers are the angels. Just as the weeds are gathered up and burned with fire, so shall it be at the end of the age. Then the Son of Man will come and send his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all causes of sins and all lawbreakers, and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of the Father. He who has ears, let him hear. Okay. So here again is a parable that Jesus explains, just like the parable of the sower. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case. No, no. He, it, mm -hmm. Most parables, he just kind of leaves hanging out. Right. Of course. Okay. And this one's interesting because, you know, it, it follows immediately on the heels of the parable of the sower, which is probably the most famous mm -hmm. parable, maybe behind only the parable of the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the parable of the sower. But in that one, if you remember, the, uh, and, and it's in a lot of ways, the parable of the weeds and the parable of the sower are the reverse of each other. Hmm. Uh, and so in the parable of the sower, the seed is the same. You know, okay. sower went out to sow. The seed is the same, but the soils are different. So you got the same seed, right. different types of soil, which produce Those different Those are our harvests. hearts. Right. Okay. Uh, now, in the parable of the weeds, it's just the opposite. Mm. The soil is the same, but the seeds are different. Right. And so they're, they're different. Okay. And I think the point of the parable of the sower really is about the receptivity of the human heart. It's about human agency. Uh, that some people have ears, mm -hmm. but they don't hear. You know, so the, the, the God's word is sown upon their hearts, but it bounces off or it's choked out or, right. or whatnot. And so there, the, the question that the parable is dealing with is salvation. Namely, you know, why, why doesn't God save everyone? If God is good and loving, why doesn't God save, save everyone? Okay. And I think Jesus' point is that, well, God wants to save everyone, yes. but not everybody wants to be saved. Right. You know, some people just aren't willing to listen to the, the good word of salvation, or they receive it, but they can't hold on to it. And, you know, so that, that, that's kind of what that one's talking about. Okay. Now, in the parable of the weeds, and remember, all these parables are about the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. right? So in the parable of the weeds... I think the point there is not the activity of the human heart, but the activity of God, because the the so, the, yes. the field is passive, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so the field is passive, and the question really is a matter of justice. 
Namely, if God is a good and loving God, then why is there evil in the world? Right. Because and that's what we the see there. Right in, among the wheat. Yeah, and that's what the servants say in verse twenty-seven. And the master say, and, and they said to him, Master, didn't you sow good seed in your right. fields? How does it have weeds? Mm-hmm. And so here, the question is really about God's justice. Uh, why, why is there evil in the world? If God is good, loving, and kind, mm-hmm. then why is there evil? Right. And so, why does He let it spring? Why does He let it stay there? Why does He let it stay there? Because right? He why says He's not going to do anything about it. about it until the end. Yeah. He's going to let it grow right along with the weeds. Right. I mean, with the wheat. I'm sorry. With the wheat. All right. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're, they're parables that deal with two different questions, right? Mm-hmm. And now part of it is um, that the, the, the word that is used here probably refers to a type of wheat called, uh, a type of weed called darnel. Oh. Or tares was the old King yes, James tares. translation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a type of weed that in the, in the early stages actually looks quite a lot like wheat. Okay. And then as it matures and develops, um, it has black seeds instead of, you know, wheat in the color seeds, oh. kind of yellowy golden seeds. So as it as it matures, it becomes clear which is which. Ah, but, but in, you can't tell but early on. You can't on. tell early on. And right. of course, by the time it matures, well, then you know if uh, if two types of seed have been sown in the same field, then you've got the good seed and the bad seed right along each other, and their roots are all mixed up with each other. Right. And you can't pull up the one without pulling out the other. Got it. And uh, you know that's a, a metaphor for what happens in the world mm-hmm. is that God, uh, God doesn't cause evil. He doesn't go out there and he doesn't sow it in the world. He doesn't cause evil. That there's another force, mm-hmm. uh, the devil, who is out there sowing evil in the world. Right. But that God allows evil uh, to to exist, allows evil even to flourish in a sense, uh, for the sake of those who are good, for the sake of the righteous. But that he he says, however, at the end there will be a time, there mm-hmm. will be a reckoning. Uh, where these two will be separated and not only will evil be dealt with and dealt with you know more Gnashing permanently than weeping. the than the servants mm-hmm. even asked for they said why right. don't you just go up and pluck it up now he right says, no i will not just pluck it up i'll burn it okay but there's also a recompense for the the righteous and so if you notice at the very end he says there in verse 43 then the righteous will shine like the sun so it's not just simply that they get left alone mm. which is sort of what the servants are looking for mm-hmm but that they, uh, but there's this extra reward that they'll shine like the sun. Right. Well, and that it's actually kind of hopeful then for believers because you know he's letting he's letting both of them grow, or in other words, he's letting evil somehow persist, so that because you can't tell till the end, right? You the right. good you have to wait until to judge the fruit until the end, and that yeah. gives us a little more time, I guess, to make sure our lives are in order and that we are that we. Are producing good fruit yeah and you know jesus does say by your fruits you shall right. know them and now uh, this parable doesn't talk about it you know parables tend to have one or two points mm-hmm. but elsewhere jesus does talk about how um you know by the fruits you shall know them right make the the tree good and its fruit shall be good mm-hmm. uh, and in the miracle of god's grace you know we can start off our light as uh, we can start off our life as weeds and then by god's grace be born again into wheat right uh, and so that's part True. of what's going on there he's saying you know sure it's a weed now but Give it a couple of years and it might finally receive the good news of my right. kingdom and be changed. Right, which is definitely a word of hope. Mm-hmm. And also, but it also is kind of a warning too that sometimes evil can look like good. Oh, yeah. You know, and so especially because you said these these particular weeds looked a lot like the wheat until later, right? Yeah. And Jesus says, you know, that some people have a form of godliness, but... They're denied like true righteousness. Oh, absolutely. And you know, you think about um, you think about politics and social mm-hmm. social issues. 
Right. Uh, you know, no one ever says, hey, let's go do this evil, atrocious thing. They, right. they always package it in good terms. Right. Uh, and so you think, for example, of the, the push toward, uh, well, we can wander a little politics here. So you think, okay. you, know, <laughs> you think of the push toward love or tolerance right. or freedom or yes. inclusivity or equity. All good things. You know, who's going to be against equity? Who's right. going to be against freedom? You know, are they, who's going to be against any of that? Right. Um, but what they're really going for is none of those things. None it's of something those things. else. Yes, yeah. exactly. That wasn't yeah. too political. No. But that's the truth. Yes, they yeah. package it in a way that it sounds wonderful and you really can't argue with it you, right. because if you start arguing with it, then they say, well, you're against this and you're right. against that, all these good things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, tough. it's yeah. very hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the parable of the, the weeds and the wheat. Okay. And it really is a mm-hmm. parable about God's justice. Mm-hmm. And the, the promise is... That um, for one thing, the kingdom of heaven is already here, right? So the kingdom of heaven, he says, is like, mm-hmm. uh, and already the kingdom of heaven is here. In part, you know, it's still growing. Right. There's there's uh, wheat in the world, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's already here. It's already present, but it's not perfect. It's not pure. It's not holy. Right. But it will be at the end. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all these parables and other places in scripture too, you know, bring out the point that it's it's like a binary world. I mean, you. You're either wheat or you're weeds. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of in between. And, you know, just like Psalm 1, you're either on the blessed path or the not blessed path, yeah. right? And so yeah. there's a choice to be made, right? Yeah, there is. There's a choice. And, and so long as you draw breath, you can always, mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. turn back. And mm-hmm. God, by his grace, will change you from the one into the other. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, but, all, yeah, it's ultimately, all God, not your choice as much, mm-hmm. yes. Ultimately, it is up or down, mm-hmm. barn or fire. So that's right, really barn or fire. That'd be a fun sermon. That's a good sermon yeah. title. Barn or fire? Hmm. Barn or burn? There you barn go. or burn? Yeah. Let's not. I don't think we should go. Okay. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What so, do we have now? So that's the parable of the weeds and the wheat, and okay. then in between comes these two very, very brief parables, and these are in verses thirty-one mm-hmm. um, about the parables of the mustard seed and the leaven. Okay. So do you want to read those for us? Sure. He presented another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his field. It's the smallest of all the seeds, but when grown, it's taller than the garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the sky come and rest and nest in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and mixed into 50 pounds of flour until all of it was leavened. So two very, very brief little parables. One of them is one verse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one verse, almost one sentence, I think, really. Yeah, but yes, it is. Uh, so they're, they're two very, very brief parables. Mm-hmm. But the point of both of them is growth. That the kingdom growth. of heaven is like a mustard seed that grows from smallest of seeds into a great big shrub. Yep. And it's like uh, yeast, which it's a little, you put a little in there, it you know, mixes up the whole um, dough bowl Dough. And becomes mm-hmm. something else entirely. Doubles, triples, yep. Yeah. So the, the point of these parables is that the kingdom of heaven, first of all, it grows. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, as it grows, it transforms. Okay. And so what you end up with is not what you started out with. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds me of what Paul says in 1 Corinthians, you know, that the body which is sown is of one type of glory, but the body that comes out is another type of glory. Okay. You know, when he's talking about the resurrection to come, mm-hmm. he says that which is sown is perishable, that which is raised is imperishable, that mm. which is sown is mortal, that which is raised mm. is immortal. Um, and so he... But, Paul is talking about how when the kingdom comes, it's going to be different from what mm-hmm. we have now. Right. And I think that's, uh, I think there's a similar point here, is that the kingdom of heaven, to, to use the, the mustard seed parable, uh, the kingdom of heaven starts out small. You know, it, 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 Jesus right. started out with 12 people, you know, right. um, of whom one betrayed him. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, Jesus right. started out with 12 people, mm-hmm. uh, but then it grows and grows and grows. 
until eventually it becomes this great shrub, a great tree. Mm-hmm. And notice that the the point of the tree is not simply growth, but the point of the tree is so that the birds of the air can come and find rest in its oh, shade. Oh, interesting. And so the kingdom exists for people who don't yet know it. Uh, and there's a hint there that the, the kingdom is going to reach out into all the world, including those birds of the air over there, you know, those non-Jews, mm-hmm. those Germans and Irish and Norwegians, they're going to come into the kingdom too. Okay. Uh, and the kingdom is still growing. Uh, you know, God's kingdom is growing even now. It's yes. growing rapidly in Africa, rapidly in Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord willing, it'll start to grow rapidly again in, in the Americas and in mm-hmm. Europe. But the kingdom of God is still growing and we, we see that happen. Right. Uh, so truly it, is a global religion, right? It is. It's, I would argue it's really the world's only global right. religion, uh, simply because Islam is still largely contained in its historic roots, as, are, as is Hinduism and mm-hmm. as is Buddhism. You're right. Uh, whereas Christianity truly has spread beyond its native culture right. to all cultures. What uh, about Judaism? Yeah, Judaism, I don't know if you can really call it a global religion. Yeah, I mean, there, right. there are adherents probably in every nation. Right. But, you know, it's it's a very, uh, numerically, it's a very small religion. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's the mustard seed. And then the leaven, uh, the, the leaven not only talks about this idea of growth, that you start small, but then it gets big. Mm-hmm. You, know, you picture uh, you picture dough. Remember when you and I were first married, we had time we used to make bread of our own? Uh, and pasta. And pasta. pasta. Like, like, imagine having time to make pasta. Yeah, that was know. something. Wow. <laughs> Maybe when we're retired, we'll do yeah, that again. Yeah. But, you know, so you start with this little lump of dough and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. over time. You don't, Maybe you don't see it, but mm-hmm. uh, but you see the result. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only that, but there's, again, there's this transformative idea. that So you started out with, you know, flour, water, and yeast. Right. But then you end up with something different. You end up with, with mm-hmm. dough, with bread. Mm-hmm. And that's what the kingdom of God is like. Right. It's, it starts small. You mix it in with the world. And it changes the world. It changes the world, yeah. yeah. And it changed itself. It changed because, it. yeah, the mustard seed looks nothing like the resulting mm-hmm. bush. And, yeah, and yeast looks nothing like the result, although that has other characteristics right. in it. But, yeah. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know, we are the salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the light of the world that we, as the church, we exist not only for our own sake and for for the growth of the kingdom, but we also uh, exist to bless the world around us. Mm-hmm. Yes, a resting place. A resting place, yeah, I like right? that. Yeah, me too. So kind of nice little parables. Yeah, they're good. They're good. But do we have enough parables to go? We're trying to go on until Thanksgiving. Or is next week our last one? Probably is. You know what? We've got to find that little sheet that we came up with. Oh, I never pull it out. We have it mapped out. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's in my drawer. uh, uh, So the next ones, Mm -hmm. looking at verses 44 and following, kind Uh of wrapping it up there. Uh, So the next ones are parables of treasures. And so we've got the parable of the hidden treasure, the pearl of great price. Oh, wow. um, And then treasures new and old. Okay. Oh, so we might have two more. We either have one or two more weeks left. Yeah, I can't remember what we're doing on the last one, to tell you the truth. Okay. But we'll figure it out. Oh, yes. We just got to find the sheet. We'll just pull the sheet out. (laughs) That'll work. (laughs) Okay, good. Well, wish us luck in our agricultural pursuits today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.